Hey everybody, how's it going? You're listening to Reptiles with Yoshi. And Alex. Alrighty, if you're listening and want to watch, you can check us out on YouTube. That's Modern Reptile. And if you're watching and want to listen, we're on pretty much every single streaming platform. That matters. Alex, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. As good as can be. Um, work's been stressful. It's really, really slow. Yeah. People on my butt. But what are you going to do? Why are they on your ass? It's been really slow this month. Like, really, really slow. So... You know, they never usually bother me, and this month it's like, yo, what's going on? You know, normal like, things. Like they're kind of like blaming you for it being slow or? Just wondering why, you know, normal things. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's nothing that you can fucking control. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. But cool, we'll, we'll get we'll get started here. Um, I think <clears throat> that some shit came out. Some shit came out with, with ball pythons. And I, I mean, I sent you the video. You said you saw the video, so I figured we could talk about that and just a couple thoughts on the future of that. And we are talking about the trifecta. That is the and guys. We're talking about ball pythons today, but in the end, we'll get into general reptile stuff. So, desert ghost, clown, pied. The game is over. Jesse Kobilka. One. Well, I we told could you, all pack our bags. I told you a long time ago we should just quit. And it, exactly. and it's always whenever he whenever he puts out a new animal, it's like, bro, let's just quit. That's it's it. over. It's on. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> joking aside, though, well, my voice just cracked. Nasty, bro. Um, <laughs> joking aside, uh, it's obviously super exciting. It's super exciting to see like new potential. It's super exciting to see the animal itself um and i i hope that one day we could have something like that in our collection uh we do have uh clowns that are het desert ghosts and we have het desert ghost females and they're all breeding together but adding pied into the collection is obviously the next step and um i don't know if if you've noticed in in the uh ball python side of the hobby where Everybody, you know, when we first got into it, do you remember that it was like, damn, we got to get double recessives, you know, recessive in the recessive and then or recessive in the combos. And then nowadays it's like, dude, if you're like not fucking putting two or three recessives minimum, then you're not you're not you're not hitting it. Do you Mm -hmm. remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 pretty crazy. It's, you know, like obviously people think that. I, I think that it's like people think that it's like an unreachable thing because when you think about it, the odds on that is ridiculous. Um, and I think that it can turn certain people – not that it turns certain people off. Um, and anything that I say, I'm not saying it in spite of anybody or like to attack anybody or say anything negative towards it because it's a great achievement. But I do think that – you know, like some people are going to see that and be like, I'll never be able to make that, you know. Um, and I did have a note on, on that exact thing. Um, so the the big question for, for me was the future of ball pythons and those who are investing, like where do they see themselves? Because like us that we've spent a good amount of money on this stuff, we don't have – 
we 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 don't have anything to compete with that shit you know so where do we stand in this how do you feel looking at our collection and seeing something like that okay so you know when um when you're a kid right and you see your parent at the stop, a top step on the second floor of the house and you're at uh-huh. the bottom uh-huh cuz they kicked me right down now. that's oh. that's <laughs> us right now looking up yeah yeah and then you get halfway and then you fall down and then that's when you realize like <laughs> it's very far yeah but you can get there you know you grew up you grew a whole 2 inches since you were 5 and you made it up yep. the damn stairs there you go and and i think that that you you made a very good point with that it's understanding that you might not be there now but you can get there in the future but what is your twist on it right because you know if you're just gonna aim for the desert ghost clown pied well you're already a couple years too late because Mm -hmm. somebody made it and they're making the next best thing um i think miguel from always evolving pythons uh, in one of his on his videos, he says that he's raising up 1.4 quadruple head. I think it was lavender albino, desert ghost. If I'm not mistaken, no, lavender albino, sunset, clown pied. The whole thing, you know, and just hearing that is crazy, you know. And uh, I mean, he's already, you know probably steps ahead of so many other people um but on that it is crazy to see that like nowadays like what when when we start thinking about oh we're keeping this pastel spot nose het clown female to raise up and replace another one of our animals and we're like it might not even be worth it because we're limited on space so you know it's not so much about oh we gotta hold back the combo plus het it's almost not even like, damn, we got to hold back the visual, you know, whatever. And, you know, it's almost like we have to hold back the double visual or the visual head for something and then combo, 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 you know. And I think that going forward, I think that that's a good strategy to start thinking about. And it's like, you know, you start to think about, oh, how much money is this going to cost and blah, 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 blah. But I also feel that like, you, you know how they say like, uh, there's always this whole thing about the ball python market is dead, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody always says that. Everybody's like, oh, um, there's no money in ball pythons, you know? But it's like, no, there's money in ball pythons. But the problem was is that you got into ball pythons expecting money, didn't invest in all the right things, and then did not do your best to promote yourself. Because it, you can't just, a couple of years ago, have bought a Batman and expected okay now i'm gonna breed this and then make a lot of money but you just bred it and did nothing and then have the babies and you're like why is nobody buying my babies it's like no okay so what did you do to sorry what did you do to better the animal what did you do to promote your business what did you do to put yourself out there to be competitive because a bunch of other people bought the batman a couple years ago and they did something else with it and now they're ahead of you and then i then at that point people are like oh there's no money in ball pythons i'm I'm gonna get out and they pull out you know before they actually hit something good and you know i think that that's like a mentality that people can have well i mean think about it like this like in in stocks let's say stocks right Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You and I, you and I both buy a thousand dollars in a stock that goes up a uh-huh. dollar per stock, right? Let's say, you know, we made a thousand dollars. Let's say we, it was a one dollar stock, just to make it simple. Yeah. One dollar stock. We bought a thousand, so we have a thousand, right? Uh-huh. It went up to two two dollars. So then you made a thousand, and I made a thousand. Yeah. But then you got the thousand, and you bought another stock. And I got the thousand, and I just made my thousand, and I chill, and I'm like, whatever, I made my thousand. Yeah. But then when it goes up to three dollars, you make another thousand, you put it into something else, another stock, and at the end of the day, you're a millionaire, and I'm nothing. You yeah. I mean, like I didn't make anything. Yeah, yeah. So you always gotta reinvest, like when you when you get an animal, and maybe you get a little bit of money out of this. Okay, get something else to put some new, new blood, and add a, your own twist to things, yeah. and not just stay with what you have, just expand and always try to get some i mean we've done we've had it before where you know we 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 see one vision of a project you know and then it completely changes in a year because we're like wait you know let's change this let's add this let's do something different and we'll get to the goal that we first wanted but then the next clutch we already have something lined up to kind of go you know, and I'm not saying to the level of what these guys are doing because definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, just little by little, doing yeah. that as you go. And 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 that's like very important because that's what I think the difference is between somebody who is investing and somebody who like really loves what they're doing. Because I mean, you could have a lot of money and you can invest into this and you can make a lot of money if you really put yourself out there, right? And you really make the effort to make a business out of this you know it's a you know there's a difference between that and investing some money and just expecting results but you know if you're going to invest the money you might as well love what it is that you're doing because if you don't see the results it's still going to be worth it for you you know like for us there was a complete evolution of, of what we did for our business where it was you know backyard breeder where we're just trying things out with as whatever animals that we had making fucking bumblebees you know then it was oh now we you know because of some influences that we might have had at that time now it's like no we have to buy all the adult females that we can get and produce numbers everything for some reason at that point was oh no we got to have all these numbers 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 we got to hit 50 clutches 100 clutches we just got to through the roof everything because you know but then you know we start thinking about damn we're spending so much fucking money on these rats you know and this clutch didn't you know bring in a lot of money like well what is it that we're doing and it's like no 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 hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up it was a little bit of a situation here it's not so much about the numbers that we're doing it's about understanding our overhead and figuring out how to lower that while remaining in a profit zone right and you know so on that it's like you got to really pay attention to the structure of your business because, I mean, if you want to produce a shit ton of ball pythons, I mean, so be it. Just do that, you know, but also that might not make you a lot of money depending on what you're trying to do. You know, if you're just trying to do that and not like make it a business, it's your hobby, whatever, totally fine, you know, but I think that we're at a place right now, you know, and I think that a lot of people are at this place, which is good and it also makes it more competitive, right, where it's, we restructure and you know we really hold back the things that we really want to work with and you know now we start buying the extra shit that you know because of what we've done with our business that we can start affording um it's not really coming out of our pocket it's coming out of the pocket of the business right um 
and you know just being really picky about certain stuff you know um i always say like our ultra uh, the ultra male stuff that we have like we did that right you know and now it's like okay we hold back visual ultra males head for pides and they're going to be combos of a whole bunch of shit and then we get a new male in with even you know an extra recessive or something like that just to keep expanding it you know and you know we have a very good view of where we stand with that stuff and a note that you know i've thought about of like people that like pull out of the thing it's that it's not so much that the ball python hobby or the ball python industry or business is um is like a dead marketplace more than it is it's just extremely competitive i mean you have people producing great stuff and you know honestly to be candid you have people producing a lot of the same shit you know and that's not a bad thing that's just because of what's popular you know and and that's okay because that's those are trends that's how like everything works in a market right um but i think that that is a good a good thing to pay attention to it's about not that it's dead it's competitive and what you're doing to outcompete your people how do you feel about that so something that i was gonna say is it's kind of a double-edged sword but ours our second year like you said we went from just whatever to oh my god do everything we can and if we kept on like that yeah we could have had two three hundred snakes right now but we probably wouldn't be doing now that we're doing amazing but we're doing pretty good you know we're doing okay you know and but that second year whatever that we took off we had no choice because we saw we had so many animals and well took off from breeding not from obviously we didn't not take care of our animals for a year but um we that forced us to like wait but we're spending so much money on food if we're gonna like you know we need to focus on instead of having so many having the quality or not the quality but what we want in these animals what do we want to do our own spin because we could have easily had a bunch of pies a bunch of this blah, 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 but like no extra genes no anything like no nothing of that puts what we like into it so that second year when we took a step back you know made a a plan going forward of what we liked and whatever you know one project that might like more than what you would like or whatever is the case um I think that lined us up to where we're going now, you know, and people ask me all the time. They're like, oh, how's the snake business going? I was like, oh, no, it's going good. It's like, oh, you're making a lot of money. I'm like, I'm not making anything. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? It was like, oh, it's going back. It's going back to the animals. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I got to invest in in it to make it a future, you know, like to make it something big. And, and, you know, to make what I want in the animals, what I think is my vision of the animals or our vision of the animals. Yeah, yeah. So some people understand, some people don't, and that's okay because everybody has different viewpoints, you know. There's some people that, you know, they just do it for the money and they breed one certain thing and a shit ton of that one certain thing and that's what they do. And it's totally okay. There's different ways to do business. But for us, it's more of a, you know, I want to see what in my head I think this and this is going to look great. Let me put it together. Let me make what I want and whatever or i see that what somebody else does oh man how can i make that better but not make it better than their animal but make it better in the way of how do i see it for me better how does it look for me that i think is better and if if i think that this looks this animal would look better with this 
there's got to be somebody out there that would think so too or think it looks cool and then they would see that animal say hey if i get this animal i could put this and make it even better and it just goes on and progresses yeah. and and gets more you yeah know, forward. And, and, and that's what comes around full circle it's like the proud the proudest thing that i feel about our situation is that we worked really hard to get the animals to pay for themselves you know and like that might not seem like a big deal to some people but for us like it it is because it's like dude like we got into this honest we got into this when we were almost we're still kind of kids man we're young adults you know uh we put as much money and time as we could you know obviously we both had jobs i think i had just finished doing like touring and shit like that um and I was just trying to find my my place in this whole situation. And we worked real fucking hard. We've had a bunch of different animals. If anything, I'm almost glad that we did it the way that we did it because we didn't invest a shit ton of money into something that we don't know what we're doing. Like now it's like, okay, I know I know how to produce a ball python. I mean, not that I'm a fucking super expert. Like there's always room to learn things, but I can, if I wanted to have a room full of blue-eyed Lucy's, I'd make a shit ton of blue-eyed Lucy's is what I'm trying to say, you know? And, you know, like now it's like, I feel very comfortable to be like, damn, I have $3,000 that we have available in our budget. Let's buy an animal for three thousand dollars you know because i i'm like i can take care of this animal yeah. it's gonna be okay or think a little bit outside the box you know contact the person that has that three thousand dollar animal and say hey i'll buy that three thousand dollar animal and some of your wholesale stuff so it'll be a total of four thousand dollars sell all the wholesale stuff and you actually bought that animal for fifteen hundred two thousand dollars whatever the point that i'm trying to make is is that you got to love the process of it and understand that because for me like seeing like the justin video and seeing a lot of that stuff the these things that have come out the past year amazing animals i almost got a little bit discouraged i almost got a little bit discouraged it kind of hurt a little bit to and it's not not so much like an ego or a pride thing but like it's just scared to think how out of reach these things are um but then like i like to look at uh, miguel from always evolving pythons and see how far he's come along and even though he did he did get to invest a lot of money into it because i think he said that he sold like one of his gyms or some shit you know and he got to spend a lot of money in it but he started around the same time that he that we started and just seeing all the things that he's been able to accomplish even though we don't have the capital to do some of that stuff it's just good to see like you know what, like, I could still fucking do this shit, you know, it's, and it's, you know, not been like that I want to pull out of it, but just a little bit discouraging at times, and trying, you know, luckily there's places where I can find the inspiration to keep going, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, but think about it, like, we may not be to that level, like you said, but at the end of the day, the goal was always for us first, get the animals to feed themselves and to like take like take care of themselves like we need to get bedding or we need to buy this that we don't have to be like oh shit out of our own yeah. pocket 100 percent, whatever and we're kind of at the level for the most part now and you know it's kind of crazy because before we would buy an animal that was 200 dollars and we're like shit bro it's 200 dollars, whatever you know it's, it's it's an investment whatever but now we see an animal it's like five six hundred dollars a thousand dollars and we're like 
all right, we could do it. Like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, like, it's not a problem. And I think that shows that, like, we've progressed. We've progressed enough that we can make those investments. And, you know, maybe in another couple of years, we're like, oh, shit, this animal just came out a couple of months ago and it's $5,000, $6,000. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we could do it. You know, like, little by little, you know, we've been doing it our own way, putting our own spin on things and doing it how we want to. And I think when it comes to businesses or animal well not animals businesses or like hobbies or anything there's no one way to do it to do it right there's always it's always how can i do it my way to make sure that i could do it right for me if i could do it right for me and i think that i'm doing good that's all that matters it doesn't matter what that guy tells me that guy tells me oh yeah but you know what in the same amount of time this is what i did i'm like okay good for you you know what I'm doing it my own way. I feel I'm going successful and I think I'm doing good. My animals are thriving. Yeah. I yeah. don't really care about anything else. Yeah. And, and I that's think that, that, that that's another thing. It's like being comfortable in the fact that you can do this your own way. You do not have to do what everybody is doing. Just because a lot of people are doing something that is a current trend doesn't mean there's there isn't success in other things. And... Again, I'm not hating on some of the things that a lot of people are producing. I I love these fucking animals. I think it's so cool and I, you know, I want to make some of these animals and I would like to do things to make them quote unquote better, but it's like, hey, like I can stick in my lane, the next person can stick in their lane and, you know, like what we're saying, like we're getting to a point where it's like, okay, maybe now we can spend a little more money on these on, on the ball pythons and stuff like that and we'll move on to the next step. And then when we're, you know, and it's uh, it's almost like our competition is not the like um how do you say our i hate to use these two people again as the example but our competition right now is not uh canova always evolving pythons more than it is the person that we're at the level with you know like this is our competition our competition is the smaller breeder right now and we're trying to outcompete them to get to the next level and just because we're you know going a little slower at it because we understand that we have to stick to our level and stick to what we're comfortable with that's okay and guess what like if you do that that doesn't mean that you can't make it into this thing and obviously i'm not going to say that we're we made it we fucking did it you know but you know you can get to a place where you're comfortable and understand and feel comfortable where you're like, okay, I'm ready for the next fucking step, you know? And just because you're not spending the $5,000, $10,000 that some of these people are selling their animals for doesn't mean that you can't be the thing, you know? You... I mean, and I, like when I keep on referencing to what, what we've done and our accomplishments, it's not to say they're like, we're doing like, we're, we're amazing or anything, but is just to like put like our point of view or my point of view on it. So it's like our first goal, man, our first goal was get a clutch, you know, like I, like I don't care what I make, just see that I can do it. See that I could take care of these animals and see that I could do it. And our first year we did we did great and it was like it kind of we had like no setbacks that first year. We did out of 12 females, nine of them laid. We're like holy crap, this is easy whatever and then we have like we have setbacks and then we're like oh shit okay so i need to chill you know whatever you learn what you're doing and as you go you make a goal so our yeah. first goal was one clutch and we made that one clutch okay 
after that it was okay can i focus what i'm doing on making what i want yeah and see how that goes and then we finally got to a clutch where we got the exact animal that we were trying to get and then our goal was okay can i do this with multiple different animals can i get what I want from this one and what I want from this one and what I want from this one. And then you see that when we go out to do it, not every one of those we succeeded in, but we did in a couple. So it's like, okay, we, if you really think about it, we got this goal down. So now the next goal is, yeah. can we get the animals to pay for themselves? And we got there. So little by little, we're getting there. You know, we do the goals. You set yourself little goals and you get, exactly you get going little by little. If you have the capital to go Fuck out it. there to buy those animals, and you know you've been doing this you know what you're doing and do it and fucking if that's what you want to do you do it your own way but for us like definitely like when i see these people doing this it's like damn like i joke with you and with david and i'm like yo (laughs) that's it let's just quit sell all the animals get rid of them all give them away but like it's not what i really mean it really means like damn how can I get to a level where I'm doing animals and making animals that way? And then it's like, okay, so if I need, if I want to get up there, I have to first make this goal on this step before getting all the way up there. And then I feel like that's what we do. Not everybody does it the same way, which is fine. But so I never, I, I, you get discouraged maybe for a little bit, but then when you really think about it, it's like, okay, if I've crushed the goals that I made already, why can't I do it? And that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's for sure. I and I think it. that, I mean, just out of you talking right now, it made me realize something. It's like, um, obviously, we're using ourselves as an example, and we hope that whoever's listening can take some value out of our own experience. That's the whole big thing with the podcast, right? Well, what, what I'm trying to say One. is we did like the whole like understanding our short term goal and our long term goal. Our short term goal was make a clutch. Um, make a clutch, set ourselves up a little bit with good equipment and get the animals to feed uh, themselves. We did that, you know, and now the next big goal is how do we do this where it is very profitable, period, you know, and how do, and, and from that, like, start being able to put some money back into you know obviously keep investing into the business but start putting some money into our pockets to get closer to a situation where we become financially safe or even mm-hmm. better instead of putting money into our pockets diversifying the income that comes from that that you know right now we got jobs we're doing okay we're for the most part paying our bills so we want to further the investment and just grow ourselves and all that jazz you get what i'm saying because like in my head i think about it i'm like all right, so we've done these goals. I want to get to the point where, like, I see these guys post one of these animals, and they're like, okay, I'm going to get rid of this one because it has whatever, whatever, and then it's expensive, but then I go, yeah. oh, I I need that in my collection because it's going to add exactly what I want. So I'm at a point that I don't need to worry about, oh, can I afford it? Can I do it? Whatever. None of that. I want to get to a point where I see it and I'm like, hey, look, that's what we need. Like, I, we need this because of this. And then you go, yeah. you know what? You're right because that's going to add exactly what we want f- for our collection. Let's get it. You know, which yeah. we can do for the most part with animals that are not 
super expensive, but we can't do it with animals that are five, six thousand dollars. Yeah, like. but this is the thing, dude. It's it's also like understanding that like guys. I mean, yeah, shoot for the stars. If you want to make a million dollars, make a million dollars, you know. But you don't have to make a million dollars in a year. You can start by making 10000 then 50000 then 100000 then 250 then 500 Then 300000 like we are right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, we're millionaires. We're 100000 We're not. I lied to you. I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> Hundred thousand heirs in the wrong in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> in the negative. Negative, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, just understanding, like, you know, like you, you don't gotta, you don't gotta fucking. What what's the thing that they say? You gotta learn how to walk before you run. Yeah, but which was the one about flying? There's something about flying. You gotta, you gotta jump with a parachute before you can learn to fly. That one. That's the one. Don't take his <laughs> advice, guys. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no! Take my advice. Don't jump out of a, a thing if you don't know how to fly. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, you need a parachute. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, even if you jump out of a thing with a parachute, you don't have wings. You can't fly. I mean, you'll be surprised nowadays what you can and can't do. It's 2022, bro. You can't limit yourself. Grow them wings, dude. I don't know, man. I just, I just think it's a matter of like, if you can, if you can do it, if you can. If you see something and you can, and it doesn't only go for animals, but if you see something in your business or whatever, or your hobby or your life, and you're like, you have the money, the capital, or you have the time to do it all guns blazing all the way to the top, whatever, do it. Yeah. But you know, if you, if you, if you don't, and you think that you have to, or you're forced to go little by little. You know, you can't just get discouraged when you see somebody doing that. You know, you take your wins and you take your losses. Yeah. It's like, we're talking about it now, about everything that we've accomplished, like, that somebody might not think is a big deal, but to us, it's accomplishments nonetheless. Yeah. Um, But it's not to say we haven't had setbacks yeah. or we haven't had things go wrong, you know, clutches go bad, yeah. you know, that we've been expecting. Like, we've had things, but at the end of the day, you know, yeah, the biggest thing with anything is, you know be positive yeah. that's why i i'm always a person that i always preach like, positivity like i don't like to think negative i don't you know if something happens even if it's really really bad i always say it happens for a reason yeah you know and that's how i try to see things so you know little by little step by step and yeah. you know and just take your little wins as, as you yeah, go and just to be transparent like i'm very different in the sense of like when i get hit it hurts and i i get hit hard and even like talking about shit like this, it it's it scares me because I'm like, damn man, like people aren't gonna take us serious and people are gonna say some shit and we'll never be able to fit in with the big breeder because we're at this stage and oh my god, this happened and I take it I take it I take it hard, you know. But you know, it it takes me a little bit longer to get there, but when I get there, it's like, okay, everything's gonna be alright and I I'm nifty and I can make the shit happen if it needs to happen you know and i don't mean that in the sense yeah. of i have I mean, irritable bowel syndrome <laughs> i mean i just but that that goes to show like you don't even have to like with your partners or anything see eye to eye because you i see it very differently and i i always see like the good out of the bad kind yeah. of not to say that i don't have bad days where i think that everything's going to crap or, or that i think that like nothing's going right but um when something happens and people get mad or sad or whatever, I try to tell them, like, 
okay, but if this happened, even if it's bad, you know, it must have happened for a reason. Why? Sorry. Sorry, one second. One second. Siri, Siri on my laptop was recording everything nice. I was saying. <laughs> I, don't need this, I don't need this going on the FBI yeah. or nothing. I don't know. Who You're knows? listening anyways, Alex. But yeah, so... Um, forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> you were saying that about totally like threw me off taking a... Uh, <laughs> you were saying something about uh, like... Almost in the sense of like if you can't control the situation, then why are you like bugging? Like take a step back and breathe and well, evaluate. Okay. So for example, um, I lost one of my jobs a couple years ago. And I had to find a new job, you know, and, you know, I got super depressed and whatever, like it shit happens. And I think this is what kind of got me in that mentality that I need to like, you know, always kind of stay positive. So I found a job like two months later, you know, it financially, it was really bad on me, but I look at it now, um, a couple weeks ago or like a month or two ago, I actually talked to an old coworker that I hadn't talked to in a while at the old job. And I found out that during COVID or like right after COVID, they laid off a crap ton of people, yeah. you know, and I'm like, wow, I mean, at my job, I didn't get laid off, you know, nothing. I was lucky enough that nothing stopped for me. I kept working. I kept going out. You know, I stayed healthy. My family stayed healthy. Um, so financially, work-wise, nothing affected yeah. Um. So I thought about it when I, when I got off the phone with it. I'm like, had I stayed there, yeah, I would have been fine then. But I might have gotten fired now. And I might not have the opportunity to have the job that I have now. And, like, who knows what I would have had. So, I mean, everything, like I said, happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Even in that situation, obviously not at the time. But a couple months later, I was like, okay. You know, maybe... I can change the way that I think about it. Yeah, things. definitely. And understand that, like, you take your L's and you fucking learn. You got to take your L's and learn. And Wow. You take your L's and learn. Wow. I didn't guy. do that on purpose. Ph- I really philosopher, did. Philosopher. <laughs> philosophizing. <laughs> You're philosophizing. I didn't do that on purpose. I swear. <laughs> Why did I do that? You're going to take your L's. And- and you're going to learn. Dang. And you're going to get your W's and you're going to win. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. I, never, I, didn't even, I really didn't try to do that. But it happened. All right. So we're about 30, almost 35 minutes into this. Let's do the species of the week. Let's talk a little bit more about the future. And then we'll cut it off. Hit that shit. All right. So the species... Of the week, sorry, this is, there's a lot of ads on this, and it's going very slow. I hate that shit. Yeah, my computer is a used computer, so it does not work <laughs> perfect. Alright, so it is Heloderma Suspectum, and you can suspect that I'm talking nice. about an animal right now. Good one. Yeah. Can you guess what it is? Is it a lizard? Hello. It's either Heloderma suspectum or Heloderma suspectum. Is it a lizard? And you can expect. Is them. it? Ve- it is a. Is it a? Kind is of, it venomous? No, it's poison. I have poisonous. no idea what it is. 
<laughs> what is it? So, this animal is a gila monster. You know, I was going to guess that. That's why I was like, is it a lizard? Is it venomous? Right. I really was. But then I was like, you know what? It's all right, bro. You could sit there. You could sit there, take your L and learn. Go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go for it. All right. So their main prey is eggs, small mammals, birds, and other Tight. reptiles. They actually use they actually use their tails to store fat, which is interesting. Their habitats are a shrubland, not Dublin, nice. shrubland, desert, and woodland. Their main predators are humans, coyotes, and birds. What the fuck are humans doing to them? They I don't know, man. They, you know, some people are just dicks and they kill oh, animals true. just to kill animals. There's some dicks. There's some people that oh, eat anything. Uh, so, I mean, I don't really know, gotcha. bro. Oh, yeah. I don't really know. But um, they have a solitary lifestyle. Their average clutch size is eight eggs. Cool. And they can run up to 15 miles per hour, have a lifespan of 20 to 30 years up to, you know. And three to five pounds are their weight. Cool. I I think I I've seen people work w- with. Oh, this is cool. That what? You've seen people work with them. You said I've seen that people like these days have them. Uh, I think often, um, and I think that if I'm not mistaken, are they the only venomous lizard in North America? I'm not sure if they're the only. Look this up because I might be super wrong. Well, I will say some interesting yeah, things while you it. keep on looking up. So I didn't know that if um you have a group, they're called a lounge. Really? Oh, one second before you continue, I'm trying to search Gila monster, only venomous rep uh, lizard in North America, and I put Gila monster only. Can you guess what Google tried to guess right after? Gila Monster what? Only fans. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. There's some, there's some only, only fan people. There, there's some weird things going on in this world, Jesus. man. Jesus. All right, continue. Sorry. No, I'm trying to see. There was something that I read here a little earlier that I'm trying to. Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah. So they are the the Gila monster is the only venomous uh, lizard native to the United States. Cool. We need we need a we need a Jamie. We need to be like Jamie. Look that up. You see, I would have said that that could be David. But why is this on Siri again? I know you don't understand because I'm not talking to you. (laughs) Um, She's like, I don't understand. But um, I would say David, but David cannot focus for more yeah. than a minute when it's yeah, just three guys he loves talking. Guys. Um, anywho, uh, I've actually considered yeah. before before we continue talking about the Gila monsters, I've actually considered asking him to do this with us and like leaving a microphone over there with him. But honestly, like I just I don't because he's got Sarah. I don't know if he'd be able to get somewhere quiet. I don't know if he'll be able to follow along. But yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Interesting. Their mating season starts in April or May. And for them to sexually mature takes yeah. about four to five years. Hell yeah. 
took me a little longer than that, but <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Talking about uh, breeding seasons, um, we're about to get a fuck. I got both incubators here now. Both of them are here. Okay, uh, I'm gonna link them up probably this weekend or next because we're link about to get up. some waybos on the ground. Going You're gonna down. link them up. Yeah. You're gonna give them each other's numbers. Yeah. Have them link up. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, well, I mean, I guess the theme of this this podcast is just, just do it your do it do it your own way. That's it. Do whatever your own way. I'm a firm believer. Nobody can tell you you're doing something right or wrong. As long as you get to where you want to go. It's about the journey. It's about matter. drive. It's about power. We say hunger. We devour penis. Sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I think that you <laughs> said it perfect. And I think I think we should do a little bit more of this. I think we should do a little bit more of re- not, not reviewing videos, but like checking out like some of the trending stuff that are ha- that's happening in the reptile community, giving it a look at, and just talking about it. I think we should do that. I'll probably start sending you some videos to, so we could start getting some feel for these podcasts and we'll start discussing them with our own experiences and how we take certain things. It's about drive. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, this was the Reptiles With Podcast by – I literally almost said HSR Exotics. <laughs> by Modern Reptile. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be the first oh, time. Man. It wouldn't be All the right. first time. This is the podcast. Later.